Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Trade has gone down to the Phoenix Suns for the second time in just a few months, and this will be just as fruitless as the first one was. It is Chris Carlin in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN is your way to be a part of the show. We will get you involved early and often at 888-729-3776 on the idea that super teams, frankly, just do not work. We're going to tell you why in just five minutes, but you know where we're going to begin. Here we go! Only one place to start. Adrian Warzanowski reports that Bradley Beal will be traded to the Phoenix Suns. A player who's going to be making 50, 53, 57 million dollars in the last three years of his deal. That combined led them to Phoenix. And so Matt Ishbia, the new owner of the Phoenix Suns, does it again just a few months after getting Kevin Durant. He has now a Durant. He has now turned around. And added Bradley Beal for virtually nothing. Chris Paul, yes, he gets moved. And, you know, uh, Landry Shamit and a bunch of second-round picks. But exactly what we thought, because Bradley Beal held all the cards here. And you were not going to have to give up a whole lot to get him. The Phoenix Suns are not going to win a championship. And this was a mistake on their part. During the early part of the postseason, even though the Suns ended up making it to the second round and giving up a little bit of, or giving the eventual champions and the Nuggets a little bit of trouble. It was clear that the depth factor for the Suns was going to kill them, and it ultimately did. And now, instead of approaching the offseason like you had theoretically planned, of going and adding guys who were good role players to two star players, Now you have decided to double and now triple down on superstars in one place. Boy, this is, this is, this is just asking for it. It really are. You have, really is, you have three players who are incredibly similar right now in Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and Bradley Beal. And yeah, I know you can move Booker to point guard, but who else is on that team? DeAndre Ayton is not going to be on that team at the beginning of the season. They will trade him and maybe they'll get a good role player in the mix there. But what else are we talking about here? Campaign? Are we talking about Terrence Ross? Are we talking about Josh, Josh Okoji? We are talking about three players now in one place who have issues with injuries. At least we saw this past season that Booker missed 30 games for the first time in a while. Durant, you cannot rely on to save your life. And Bradley Beal has missed an average of 30-plus games each of the last few years, each of the last four years to be exact. The lack of depth for the Phoenix Suns has gotten even worse. You have three, well, actually, at the moment, four max contracts, but that one's going to be jettisoned at some point. And you don't have much else to work with at all. And it's awfully difficult to see how this does work. Did we not just learn a lesson from the Denver Nuggets? Have we not learned our lessons over the last few years that it's not about assembling the most talent in one place? It's about assembling a good amount of talent, but making sure that you have all the right pieces to fit around them. Jokic and Murray are a dynamic, dynamic one-two punch 
and they play an incredible two-man game in the NBA. You could talk about Michael Porter, but we saw he's not quite on that next level yet. That was a team in the Denver Nuggets that was a great team in the truest form. And I know it's a cliche word, but look at the Miami Heat. They were in the finals because they were just that. I don't know what Matt Ishbia thinks he can do walking in the door, becoming a brand new NBA owner, and let me throw every freaking dollar and every freaking asset at the problem and just hope it works because we've got too much talent for it not to work. Matt does not know what he is doing in the least here, which brings us to the bigger issue. And if you're going to look at the NBA legitimately over the last several years, the last 10 years to be exact, the super team doesn't work. Now, let's define what that is before we say it. Because clearly, there is a ton of talent on the Golden State Warriors. And they were all developed together. They were not assembled together like the Miami Heat were. That's the last time it really, truly if you want to call it that worked. And I can say that because I think pretty confidently had Kevin Durant not just jumped on the bandwagon, even though he's a great player, I still say confidently that the Golden State Warriors would have won those two championships without him. They'd won a big game six against the Rockets during that stretch without him. I, I don't think there would have been an issue to that. So let's look at the past champions of the last several years. How do you think that we, we have a team like the Warriors last year that was homegrown and built from what it was? A team like the Toronto Raptors from a few years ago it was not a super team in any way. A team like, well, the Milwaukee Bucks that was not a super team. They had two really good players, a third good option with Drew Holiday, and then go from there. You see the point here? You can point to the Durant Warriors if you want. They won a title without them before that, and they won a title without them after that. So that may have been, by definition, a super team. But in the grand scheme, just throwing all the talent together in the NBA doesn't work unless you have the second greatest player of all time in LeBron James. If we're being truthful, it worked for the Heat. Who before that? Maybe the Celtics in 08. That's about it. So why are you continuing to, when you see teams that are built the right way and have the right pieces around them, why? Why would you continue to throw all of your assets at all of the talent in one place, especially with a guy with Bradley Beal who would fit other teams much better than he's going to fit the Phoenix Suns? I have to tell you, we're going to get a feel from Phoenix here shortly when we get John Gambadoro on. He is basically, if you want to know whatever is going on in Phoenix, Arizona, sports-related, he's the guy you talk to. We're going to talk to Woj next hour at 11 a.m. Eastern time, about one hour from now, and we're going to get the insight into all how, of the, how all of this just happened. But I don't have a good feel right now that the Suns can turn this into this gathering of massive talent into a championship team easily enough. How did it all come together anyway? 
We'll talk more with Woj about it in depth later, as I said. But here is a thumbnail sketch, if you will, from our senior NBA insider. Two things limited Washington's leverage in doing a trade. One is the no trade clause that Brad Beal has. He's the only player in the league who negotiated it. He has final say over not only where he goes, but but what they could get back for him. And two, the amount of money left on his deal, over $200 million over four years, with the new collective bargaining agreement in place, uh, what's called the second apron, which is going to perhaps act like a hard cap for teams. There was much less of an appetite around the league to take on a contract of a player who's going to be making 50, 53, $57 million in the last three years of his deal. That combined, you know, led them to Phoenix. Don't forget about the $57 million player option at the very end as well. There wasn't an appetite for many teams to take that on. You know, there was a big loser or two out of yesterday, but this is just playing fantasy basketball. Dear God, pay attention. Matt, Ishbia, I get it. You walked in the door. You want to make a big splash. Phoenix has never won a championship. You just ensured they're not going to win one in the next five years. You just ensured that with all of the assets, maybe longer, all of the assets that they have given up, And by just throwing money at the problem, you limit your flexibility. You're not able to add pieces that are going to make you a really good, deep team because you gave them all away. It's cute. It's cute what Matt's trying to do. 43 years old, billionaire, walk in the door. Let's try to make it all happen for the city of Phoenix and be an immediate hero. that's, That's awesome. That's great. I love the mentality behind it. I love the idea of trying to turn that franchise into a winner. Let people do their jobs. You can't tell me that that people in Phoenix, listening to the Hoop Collective this morning, Tim McMahon's talking about this. The idea that he'd spoken to people in Phoenix at the end of the year, they knew, well, we need to go and we need to go get those pieces that will add depth, those good role players that will fit with our great talent. That, That was the plan. And the plan got thrown upside down because you know that the owner came in and fat-handed this. It's tough to take. And if you're Phoenix, that's great, but I have a feeling that you are about to start an incredibly frustrating period of watching a lot of injury concerns over the next few years, really more concerned about Kevin Durant's hamstring and his calf muscle, really more concerned about Bradley Beal's soft tissue injuries than anything else. That's a problem. That's a problem. Carlin, in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. So this is what I want to know from you. Does the super team work? Because it doesn't feel like it does to me. Do you think the Suns are actually the favorites now to win the title this coming year? Does the lack of their depth concern you like it concerns me? Get involved in the show. We will involve you in just moments on the open lines at 888-SAY-ESPN. Greeny is presented by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay, benefits, and one of the country's top workplaces. Come join their growing team. Go to Progressive.com slash careers. Apply online today. 
We will go live to Phoenix in 15 minutes to get the full breakdown on how the Suns got this done and if it was a big mistake or if the city of Phoenix is rejoicing. That is on the way. And do you think a super team can still work in the NBA? Carlin for Greeny, ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Greeny, the podcast. Adrian Warzanowski reports that three-time All-Star Bradley Beal will be traded to the Phoenix Suns. There was much less of an appetite around the league to take on a contract of a player who's going to be making 50, 53, $57 million in the last three years of his deal. That combined led them to Phoenix. The deal is a game changer. It's like when Kevin Garnett went to Boston. It was a wrap the minute that that trade happened. It feels very similar to that. Actually, it was a whole lot more like when Kevin Garnett went to Brooklyn. <laughs> That's what this feels like. Carlin and for Greeny, ESPN Radio. And on the ESPN app presented by Progressive Insurance, 888-SAY-ESPN. Do you believe that super teams can work? Because, well, they can't. Not anymore. If you really look at how it's gone down over the last several years, super team going all out like this rarely works. Rarely works. The other part of the trade was Chris Paul, who went to the Wizards and just through some odd timing was on Good Morning America this morning. And when I want to know what's going on with the NBA, there's one word I think of, Stephanopoulos. I'm driving in this morning and we have the ticker tape thing outside of our building. What is and that? I see this potential blockbuster deal between you and Bradley Bill that may take you from Phoenix to Washington and vice versa. I was surprised. What are your first thoughts on that? I was surprised, too. <laughs> I found out on the plane yesterday flying here for this. You know, in this league, anything can happen, so you just figure out what's next. 
You literally found that on the plane. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. What you was your first reaction? <laughs> don't push him any further. He's trying to be nice about yeah, it. He yeah, he is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> yeah. So Chris Paul seems very locked in on everything that went down yesterday. Strahan and Stephanopoulos getting all the information out there. At 888-SAY-ESPN, let's do it. Right now, we will start in Phoenix, Arizona with Michael on ESPN Radio. Michael, what do you think? Bradley Beal and the big hey, three in Phoenix. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for taking my call. You got it, bud. For a team that needs pieces and, and depth, that this is, uh, you know, just inhibiting us from, from doing that. We could have had, you know, three $18 million players that said we're, we're paying a huge contract for Bradley Beal, which, you know, is, is not worth the money. I mean, $50 million a year. I think Bradley Beal's an excellent scorer and a pretty good player. I just, first of all, I really haven't seen him deep enough in the playoffs where I know what he's going to be about there. Thanks for the call. And secondly, it is not about assembling all of the talent, especially when the talent is kind of similar here. You know, DeAndre Ayton, we all know, is not going to be in Phoenix next year. So I asked this question, what exactly are they going to be able to get for him? other than a contract back. What, what exactly are the Suns going to add that's really going to help them? There are already teams not interested in him because when he doesn't get the chance to score and be the primary option offensively, he is somebody that will not be happy and will cause problems and will sulk. Steve is next out in the desert on ESPN Radio. Steve, what do you think, bud? I sort of like it because you were talking about does the super team still exist. I think it can exist because I remember you said Garnett earlier. You remember LeBron in Miami? Yeah, I just think the, this guy that, has my point about I'm talking about the last 10 years specifically, okay? And my point about LeBron in Miami is, yeah, it took the second greatest player of all time to make it work there. And if we want to pinpoint the Warriors – well, they already had a title, and I'm pretty confident they would have won two without him, without Durant. Uh, I agree with you. I, I don't think the Suns are done with this. I think, like you said, Aiken is a big, what are they going to do? Vogel is a defensive coach. This is an interesting thing, what's going on here. He's now got the offense. Can he play with the defense? His bench is lacking, there's no doubt. But there's a possibility Players want to come play with better players. It's not, granted, money is a big, important issue, but so is the ring. You have an opportunity. The door is open. So well, that's no, my question. To your point, thing. clearly, clearly Bradley Beal thought this was his best opportunity and appreciate the phone call because Bradley Beal held all the cards here with his no trade clause. He was determining where he was going. And all the Suns, their players, and their front office were doing the last few days was doing everything they could to sell him on going out there. There's no argument that players want to play with other great players. Of course they do, because they think that will open up more opportunities for them. And maybe it'll be their best chance to win. And look, if you're Bradley Beal, I don't, I don't blame you one bit. You have been stuck in basketball purgatory and I'm being kind when I call Washington purgatory for the entirety of your career, 11 years, without a sniff. I mean, I don't blame him one bit. I blame the Suns 
and I blame a new owner that just thinks he can throw money at the problem and by assembling the most talent that he can, assumes that will get it done. You can watch Greeny on the ESPN app. Just click watch, look for hashtag Greeny, and enjoy. Let's welcome, let's bring in Cam on this because, Cam, I, as a fan of the NBA, when I sat there yesterday and heard that trade, I just thought this is a massive mistake for the Phoenix Suns. What was your take? I don't know about massive mistake, but it just seems like everything that we thought they would be doing goes against what this trade is, right? Like they hamstring themselves more with this contract. They'll probably move off of the DeAndre Ayton contract, um, but that might be harder to do than we think. And I just think we've seen and we've talked about it the past couple of days, you know, five different champions in the past five years and the last three have been mostly homegrown. I just don't know if this is the formula to win right now in the NBA. And KD has been a member of a lot of these different super teams. And, you know, it worked in Golden State because he joined a homegrown super team, basically. Yeah. But the ones that he's constructed himself have not worked. No, and it's not even 100% a team that is homegrown. It's, it's great that that's been part of it, but it's just more about having all the right pieces to fit in the right places. Junior's up next on ESPN Radio. Junior, what do you think? Good morning. Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. Well, I'm kind of traveling. I drive a a cattle truck for a living. I'm over here by Anniston, Alabama. All right. I've listened to this, and, you know, when when Phoenix got sold, they decided they wanted to clean house, get rid of the head coach, and then they got to talking about Chris Paul. Now, I don't know if this was a scenario that still works or not, but I truly believe with the way Chris Paul is a great floor general – well-liked throughout the NBA, and a great respected person when he's sitting on the bench. Why did they not make him a player coach and take his money and diversify some of the money that he was due as coaching money and give him a little less as a player to keep him there to stabilize that and use some of that money to go out and get a couple or a one good role player to go with him. Yeah, there are about a hundred Deon- reasons there, Junior, that it didn't happen, and thanks for the call. Number one, <laughs> no. Uh, number two, these are not the days of Bill Russell. Number three, as far as allocating money and all that stuff, Players Association never lets that kind of thing go. And number four, when it comes to Chris Paul, it was clear that they were ready to move on because they had basically told us publicly that was the case. It is Carlin in for Greeny, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. We continue with the progressive NBA snapshot for everything going on in Phoenix. You go to one man. His name is John Gambadoro. There is nobody more locked in on 98.7 Arizona Sports out in the desert, host of Burns and Gambo, every day from 2 to 6 Pacific. Gambo, great to hear from your brother. What was your first reaction uh, when you heard about the trade of Bradley Beal yesterday? Chris, not surprised at all. I mean, from the second Matt Ishbia took over the ownership of this uh, of this team for Robert Sauber, it's always been about trying to bring a championship to Phoenix. They don't have one. They've never won a championship. They've been around since the '60s, and the last couple of years they've just come up really short, getting up, you know, upset by Dallas in the second round, and obviously losing this year to Denver. So they wanted to make a big bold move. They're not worried about the tax apron or luxury taxes. They just want to put the best team they can on the court, and this was an absolute steal for them. Uh, Listen, in terms of giving talent up, it was no question to steal 
But I'd ask you this, Gambo. You know, when we look at the super teams and how this has uh, not necessarily always worked uh, over the last 10 years or so, so, really since the heat, we could talk about Durant, but the Warriors would have won without him. Uh, is there the thought that you're just taking too many great players, throwing them in one place, and then the other pieces, as we have learned, just as important, you're not really worrying about them? No, Chris, I didn't, I didn't like the Durant trade. I would not have made it. Give it up. You know, they gave up too much. I mean, yeah. you gave up Mikhail Bridges and, and Cam Johnson and Jay Crowder and, and four first-round picks, un, you know, unprotected and pick swaps. And I just thought you gave up too much. They had a really good team that had a window that was wide open for many, many, many years. I mean, they got to the NBA Finals against Milwaukee a couple of years ago. They were up 2 nothing, and that was without Kevin Durant and Bradley Beal. But once they went in for Durant and they traded everything, at that point it's like, okay, you can't get the depth that you want. It's hard to get the depth that you want. So maybe go get the player in Bradley Beal. Now there's, there's concerns. He's been injured a lot. He misses a lot of games. He's not a true point guard, but he can handle the ball. But he's a dynamic scorer. And, and the Suns are going to have three dynamic scorers on the court for most of the games, and that's going to be hard to stop. But there's no question you're right. I mean, they, they need a wing player. They need – they need better depth on the roster. That's why Denver was so good this year, is they had five, six guys that were really deep. The Suns didn't have that. John Gambadoro, Arizona Sports 98.7, as plugged in as it gets in Phoenix. Joining us, Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Gambo, is this all Matt Ishbia? If you gave the basketball guys some truth serum, would they be on the same page here? Yeah, I think so. I mean, Matt did not fire James Jones, the GM, when he came in. James was trying to get Durant last summer. I mean, but the, the Nets didn't want the, they didn't want the Andre Ayton, and that's a big thing too. What happens with the Andre Ayton next? That's the big domino. Does he stay or does he go? Um, that's the next thing we got to figure out. But James was really in on Durant. Matt pushed it over the top, right? James. When James was, the, you know, last year, James didn't want to give up everything. He said, look, you can either take all the picks or you can take the players. You can't have both. When Matt came in, it was like, let's go get him. Let's go get him. Now, the reason why is because they were concerned about Chris Paul. The reason, the true reason they got Durant is because they, did, they were, were worried about Chris Paul's ability to hold up for a full season and then in the playoffs. So that's why they got him. But I'll tell you right now, they, they would never have made that trade had they beat Milwaukee. If they had beaten Milwaukee in the NBA Finals mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, they would have never traded for Durant. But they did because they'd never won a championship. And the reason was because Chris Paul, they just kept fearing his, his, you know, him, him breaking down. So they figured if he breaks down and we got Durant, we'll be okay. They weren't. But that's what the thought process was. Gambo, I, I'm curious now as to how Frank Vogel fits with this big three in particular, Durant's a two-way player, but when you think of the other guys, you're not necessarily thinking about defense. Well, I think I think that's not true on Book. I mean, Book has really worked hard on the defensive end, and ever since Chris got here, at one point he was not a good defensive player. But if you go back to that, that series against Denver, he he's working hard. I mean, look, you notice, Chris, I mean, defense, a lot of it's just about effort. Mm-hmm. Durant's a good defensive player because he's got size. He uses that size to his advantage. Uh, Booker is actually a decent defensive player. I'm not going to say great, but decent. You know, Beal's okay. He's not. He's not a great defensive player. Frank Vogel's going to have to find a lot of pieces on veteran minimum contracts of guys that that are that that work hard on a defensive end. 
because that's what they could deal. That's their only avenue. I mean, they're up against the second tax apron. They don't have the ability to go use the non-taxpayer mid-level, the taxpayer mid-level, the biannual. They're going to have to fill this roster with veteran minimum guys. And Vogel is a defensive coach, and he's going to want guys that play both ways. Last one, Gambo. It's John Gambadoro, Arizona Sports 98.7 in Phoenix. What you're hearing, you mentioned it earlier. What are going to be the options here with DeAndre Ayton? Well, the problem with DA is that he's $30 million a year for the next three years. He's about 25 years old, and he's not a great center. He's good. Like he, he, and and on, on another team, Chris, on another team, he'll go get you 24 points, 12 rebounds a night. No problem. But on this team, because you were always behind, he was always behind so many guys, his usage rate was not very high. His just usage rate was – so if another team wants to take a chance, they'll get a good player. He's a good player. I mean, he's not a bad player. So if somebody wants to trade for him, they'll get themselves a decent player. I question whether if he's doing that, if you can win. If he's the second-best player on a team, you, you may, he, he may be good, but you may not be able to win. Look, they haven't determined what they're going to do. I'm sure they're going to listen to trade offers for him because if you could turn his $30 million into three other players – I think that they would prefer to do that. They'd prefer to do it. So at some point, I think they will trade DeAndre Ayton, whether it's this offseason or next. I think they will trade him because they, they, could, they could use that money on, on two wing players at, a, at another center that makes a lot less than DA does. Uh, last, I, I lied a second ago. I do have one more for you. Uh, give me another one. What do you got? What's been the reaction here to what Washington actually got back in return? <laughs> I I am floored. I spoke I spoke with so many teams yesterday that were just they thought it was insane what Washington did. They couldn't understand why Washington didn't wait it out like Brett. It was the same scenario as the Nets last year. They they panicked. They 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 could have waited and and put some pressure on Phoenix. Now you know everybody saw. Well, he only wanted to go to Phoenix. True, but that doesn't mean you have to trade him there. Durant only wanted to go to the Suns last summer, didn't it? Did Bobby Marks trade him? No. If you don't get back what you want, then you know that don't make the deal. Now the Suns don't have any first round picks. I get it, but like maybe they could have said, okay, trade Aiden and and uh, get something back, and then we'll use that. Like I, I, it was a terrible, terrible trade for Washington. Yeah, they got off the salary of Bradley Beal. They didn't add anything. Landry Shamit can't play. Chris Paul's, you know, he he's finished. I mean, he can I don't help think he'll somebody, play. But it's not going to be Washington. Yeah. Gambo, I listen, from a talent standpoint, I can't argue with you. I think you hit on it, though, at the beginning. They wanted one thing, and that contract off their books, period. I know, Chris, but come on, man. you got to bring something back <laughs> for a 30-year-old three-time All-Star. You can't bring back nothing. they got no first-round picks. They they got got, I mean, this is, it was a terrible, terrible trade for Washington. They got rid of a great asset that they had. I know it makes a lot of money, but they didn't get anything in return. Gambo is the best. We appreciate it, man. Thanks for the time. Hi, Chris. Take care. John Gambadoro, Arizona Sports, 98.7. Dude's been out there 30 years, knows that market inside and out, is plugged in as anybody. That was your progressive NBA snapshot brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive can protect your home, auto, boat, motorcycle, ATV, RV, and more. In short, a lot of things. Bundle today at Progressive.com. 888-ESPN, 888-729-729. 3776. More of your opportunities to get in on if a super team does actually work in the NBA. But there is one team that might need to acquire their own superstar. And there are some folks maybe in the tri-state area 
of New York that might want to cover their ears for a second. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Greeny, the podcast. Mark Morales is in for him. and our discussion, he's a big Nick fan, and our discussion during the break is exactly what we're going to get to here. Sit tight, Mark. You'll get your chance. Sit tight. Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. For a job you'll love, visit Progressive.com slash careers. It wasn't all that long ago. Last week, I had heard this last month, that the Knicks were kicking around the name Bradley Beal quite a bit, and that Bradley Beal could be the next guy traded. And what wouldn't going to cost all that much because of his no-trade clause? Well, here's what we found out. Bradley Beal was the latest and a list of stars who either hasn't wanted to be a Nick or the Knicks wouldn't pull the trigger on. He didn't want to be a Nick. Jalen Brunson wanted to be a Nick. They hired his father last year. He has come in. He is not a superstar, but he is an excellent player, and it was a terrific move to bring him in. While we are talking about not being able to build super teams anymore, the Knicks are not really approaching that right now. They had opportunities to get superstar players like Mitchell last year, and they didn't pull the trigger. And what I fear is that with either it not being as nearly attractive a place as it's made out to be, which is kind of clear, or that in order to go get somebody, they're going to have to overpay. And it might end up being for the wrong guy when they had the opportunity at the right guy last year 
Well, then you risk all of those assets for somebody that is just going to have you continuing to live in basketball hell. The Knicks have been better the last few years. Julius Randle has been a nice story. He's not part of the solution. He's not part of the solution. He is at best part of the solution as a third, maybe a fourth guy. And you're paying him a fortune. You're not going to have him here to be part of that. But you have to, at some point, I, I have to stop hearing about who the next guy is, who the Knicks are either going to go after or who wants to be a Nick. Because neither of those things ever seem to come true in New York. Brunson's it, and he's not on that level yet. May get there. Certainly what we saw this year was encouraging. But if you're going to continue to sit around and wait and not be willing to trade off, you know, good players to go get a star to add to this mix and then build around that, then you're not going anywhere. And you're going to sit in this continued mid-level hell. That's what it is. Yes, they are better. They have given you more joy over the last few years. And they have made the playoffs, and they have won a round. We did it. Woo! They're giving you an actual reason to watch, listen, go to the games. Good for them. At what point is it the next level? All right, I got to give Mark Morales a chance here. Mark, as a Nick fan, how are you feeling right now? When we heard Bradley Beal's name come up last week from Alan Hahn, among others, I'd actually heard it last month, too. But here we are. He's somewhere else. He didn't want to be here. So what do you got? I feel fine. I don't really mind that we didn't go and trade for Bradley Beal. He didn't want to be here. That's fine. The Knicks are not at that point yet where they're going to start bringing in these older stars that are on the, you know, clearly in the back half of their career. They're not at that point yet. Damian Lillard, Bradley Beal, that's fine. There's no need to rush this. You put it, When you put food on the oven and you put it on high, the food burns. So right now you got to put it in the crock pot. We're in the crock pot stage. The gas that has been good. out for 20 years, Mark. You, and you couldn't put it on high. You couldn't put it on low. You couldn't even put it on simmer. And I know what you're going to say. I don't want to hear about that. You, you can't include what happened with Phil Jackson and everybody else. What's happened the last few years is they have gotten incrementally better. And by that idea, somewhere around 2035, they should have a championship team. I, I know you don't want to rush it, but not rushing it also means you you're not willing to take a chance when you have to on the right guy. My thing is you don't want to yeah, – did Donovan Mitchell want to be a Nick? Sure. But they were going to get fleeced if they made that trade. You would have to give away all these pieces that are helping them win now. And That's how it happens, though. I, I get that. But the only player that I'm willing to trade away right now, if it becomes reality, is Zion. You could build around him with RJ, with Brunson. There's no need to go star chasing right now. That, that's, I think that's my point. Is that they're not, I don't want them to make a move just to make the move. Look, I get it. I get it. I personally believe that you're one of the delusional Nick fans that we see out there, you know, yelling bing bong the day after or the night, the few hours after opening night and getting excited about one playoff win because unfortunately the organization has ruined you and the damage appears irreparable at this point. At some point, you need to win more than just this. 
Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN. And also available wherever you get your podcast. 